Welcome to Tantric Awakening. I'm your host, Holly Taraya, and it's with deep honor and pleasure to welcome you to this space. I invite you behind my temple doors for deep, vulnerable, and raw conversations on sex, love, and relationships that will expand you and inspire you. Tantric awakening is a journey of coming vibrantly alive through the fullness of this human experience, making love to life itself. I'm here to remind you that every shade and every sensation that you feel is sacred. This is Tantric Awakening. Welcome. Step inside. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. This is Holly Taraya with the Tantric Awakening podcast, joined by my luscious sister, Jennifer Akkad. Hello, sweet love. Hello, hello. Live direct from Authentic and Soul Embodiment Living podcast also. So excited to be here with you, sister. Mm. Feels so good to be uh, um, creating two podcasts in one space. It sounds amazing and it feels juicy. So super excited about this conversation we're about to have. Me too, me too. And the primary intention behind our conversation today is to introduce our co-creation that launches February 16th, which is going to be called Life is Temple. And it's a six week pilgrimage into the temple arts, authentic relating, sacred sexuality, so many beautiful things. And we wanted to create a conversation around the three pillars of what this container will be about over the next three weeks through our podcasts. And so we'll be introducing the themes of intimacy with self, which we'll be starting with today. And then from that seed sprouting into intimacy with others, and then intimacy with the collective, which is really what our co-creation of Life is Temple is going to be about. And we wanted to start this conversation today with intimacy with self, because this is really where it all begins. Mm-hmm. I hold to this. Can't wait to dive in. Yes. Ooh. Yes. I really love to think of intimacy with self as taking care of our soil. Right, really nurturing our body, our nervous system, connecting to our truth, connecting to our sensations. And then from there, that being the foundational practice that really gives us the freedom and truth of expression to be able to then connect with others and then con- uh, connect with the collective as a whole. So, this is why we're really starting with this today. Um, you and I both have so much experience really in this space of authentic embodiment self-pleasure, self-compassion. And so I'm really excited to dive into this conversation and share our juice and wisdom around intimacy with self. So important. Yes, 100%. And if it was not to this deep calling that we've always felt to really dive deep within one's body and one's felt sense, um, I really feel that our life would not be where it is right now, which means like deep intimacy with life also. 
and really creating from that space of authenticity, like you named, and from also soul, if I would dare to say. And I'd love for us to start the conversation on, you know, the practices that we bring into our lives and what, what, what tools do we use and what, what discipline do we have actually in our life that bring us into this intimacy with self. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious about, you know, what tools and practices do you have, Holy, that connect you to your body, that connect you to your tissues? and yourself and that activates this juiciness and life force within first within yourself before going and encountering another person yeah this is such a and great then i can weave i can weave after also totally totally yeah i'd love to share that and then i'd love to hear about your your embodiment practices as well so i'm i'm really grateful and fortunate to be at a point in my journey where so much of my time and energy is devoted to this piece of self-intimacy and connection. Um, And it hasn't always been that way. Um, But currently my deepest uh, intimacy practices, my first one is what I call my womb cocoon. When I'm bleeding, I really enjoy taking time to myself. I do a lot of digital detoxing, sort of closing myself off from the digital realms and going deep into the technology of my body through silence, through solitude, so that I can really hear the signal of pulse of truth that's coming from within. And um, so this is really one of my core practices is what I call digital detoxing and creating cocoon spaces of deep solitude and prayer so that I can listen to my body and spend a lot of time undistracted with her in embodiment, movement, prayer, self-pleasure, anything that really feels like it wants to come through, but ultimately the practice of creating space to have first and foremost, a really deep connection to myself is my deepest practice. And then however I fill that space changes from moment to moment. So I'd say that's my, my first and foremost practice is prioritizing the relationship that I have to myself and creating space for it in my life. And then within that space, I'd say that my two favorite embodiment practices to bring me in to the pulse of truth is first being self-pleasure. So the same way that we cultivate a yoga practice or a breathwork practice, I have a really deeply devotional relationship to my self-pleasure practice in that If I'm working through anger, that has space to be brought into my nervous system through self-pleasure. If I'm working through embodying a specific um, power within me or um, a certain shade of my being that wants to come through, I will bring that into my self-pleasure practice. So really my self-pleasure is a dojo where I get to practice and bring forth all parts of myself. And sometimes it's not even pleasurable. Sometimes it could be grief that comes through and I'm creating space for tears and emotional release. So that's my favorite practice is is self-pleasure. And then my second favorite practice is dance. And I don't even love to use the word ecstatic dance because sometimes my dance is full of rage and tears and closure, but it's simply creating space for 
the truth of my body to become alive and vibrant in the current of expression, however it wants to be shared. So sometimes that'll be on a dance floor with other people. Sometimes to and express the truth of my body. And so those two practices of self-pleasure and dance um, really allow me to give life to my inner landscape and to express it in a way that's creative and authentic. And from that place, I can express my truth with words more clearly to other people because I'm tuned into it in an embodied way. It's alive within me. So yeah, those are my favorite ways to drop in and uh, and feel what's true in intimacy with myself. So uh, yeah, I would love to hear, Jennifer, what are some of your favorite ways to really create that intimacy with yourself in practice or ritual? Yeah. I mean, for me also, why it started this whole path for me, and we'll dive a bit deeper into this, it's, it's because I felt very disconnected from my body at one point in my life. And my soul was telling me that there was something inside my body that was super, super intimate. And and I needed to find this pathway and I wanted to feel safe in my body and I wanted to feel safe to express my truth. So this, this deep prayer in my heart led me to um, deep somatic practices and yoga therapy. So this is where my whole background stems from and the power of the bones to actually feel safe on earth. So the practices that I use on a regular basis, on a daily basis, actually first to connect to the core center of my body, which is the bones, and how do my bones anchor on earth? And from there, de-armoring. So it can be a very simple practice of yoga, even a child pose, to really allow gravity to work on the body and to decompensate, allow the body to exhale and to have this deep weaving with the earth and receive the nurturing energies from the earth to allow everything um, in my body to um, align, align with the truth of the earth, align with the guidance of the earth rather than the guidance of my mind. Mm -hmm. So what this does to my body is really recalibrate, recalibrate my nervous system with truth. It takes the falseness out of my body and it kind of gives it back to the earth. So I love that you brought the theme of like, my anger is true and my sadness and my grief is true. Authenticity is not about just being in pleasure, right? It's about giving space to what's true punctually uh, in the body and welcoming it with an embrace, you know, the mother energy, bringing the mother energy in my practices and without judgment, without trying to change anything with like so much love and acceptance. Um, and receiving the felt sense, the sensations in my tissues. So that's really the practice on a daily basis to sit down either in a posture or in meditation and to feel, mm -hmm. to feel and to receive sensations at the physical level. And I insist on the physicality of things because we can feel spiritually, we can feel emotionally, we can feel energetically, but where the practice goes deep in the course in the body and that it's becoming it becomes embodied it's when i actually receive the sensations of my physicality mm -hmm. my my blood you know how it moves in my veins 
or my organs, how they breathe, my bones, how they breathe. You know, we never really connected the breath of the bones, but they actually breathe and they have different movements in the body. And this really, really brings ground to my life. It brings safety. It brings the power of my authentic voice. It brings so much um, of intimacy with myself and therefore intimacy with others after. But it really stems from, from this place. Uh, so yes, this is really what I practice on a regular basis. And it takes different shapes and forms. Of course, there's sometimes journaling or logging everything that I feel to bring it uh, into form and more consciousness. Uh, but mainly for me, it's a felt sense. It's really what calms my nervous system the most and the weaving with Mother Earth. And the safety, it just brings so much safety in my body. And then it allow it gives me space to live in the mystery even more. Mm -hmm. Without without this honesty, um, I would not be moving the same way in life. I would not be relating to others the same way. I would not feel my own pleasure the same way or be in pleasure um, the same way. Yeah. Yes, that's what's coming through right now. Mm. Yes, and I love how what you just shared about uh, aligning to the truth of the earth, right? The truth of your body, because there is the mental realm, but the deeper knowing, the gnosis, the sensation of the body, that's really where it is. And then how you had shared surrendering everything that isn't true, all the stories, the beliefs, all the things that aren't true, surrendering it back to the earth to be decomposed and leaving you with even more truth. So, so beautiful. And this is this is really, this is why we've started um, this podcast series with this episode. This is why we're gonna be starting Life as Temple with two weeks of this as a foundational practice as intimacy with self, because just as you had shared, your sense of safety, truth, groundedness, belonging, this comes from intimacy with self. And until that's anchored in, we're going to be trying to outsource that through our relationships with others. We're going to try and look to others to make us feel safe and worthy and complete, which isn't true love, which isn't true connection. There's a lack of wholeness. And so this is why these embodiment practices are so valuable, because we're also learning how to speak the language of our body so that we can know what it's saying right? Through the sensations like you had shared. 100%. I have such a smile on my face because there's so much juiciness in everything that we're sharing. And mm -hmm. I'm really excited about uh, what is being co-created here. So um, yeah, transmitting the excitement and uh, yes, really um, allowing truth to be expressed beyond words also. So that's what we are here to learn also through intimacy with self is how to activate our bodies and bring our attention, our presence, this quality of attention inside our body cells so that actually it purges out what's non-authentic and your cells at the core level of the cells, they start actually vibrating in the frequency of your essence. So that's also intimacy with self where your body is a body temple, right? It's a technology, Holy, you named this at the beginning. I love that you brought this topic because it is a vessel of frequency where your soul lives. And the, the closer we are with our vessel, with our body, the more mm -hmm. attention we bring into ourselves, the more they're activating and they're pulsating closer to the frequency of your soul. 
And this is actually what's transmitted first in your life, intimacy with self, like in your body, but then to others and to your creations. And that's the depth of what we are here to bring with this series and beyond. It's the depth of the work that can take different shapes and forms and workshops and exercises. But at the end of the day, intimacy with self is really this deep activations of your body physical tissues that allows you to be this instrument of God, this instrument of the divine and mm -hmm. this body technology that ripples and then tra that transmits your frequency to the world. And that mm -hmm. brings your frequency into your relationship and that through your pleasure and through the vibration of your voice when you're communicating is actually a transmission of what you're cultivating within. Oh, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. It's the source code of everything. It's, you know, like you're saying, the transmission of your voice, the vibration of your frequency. It's, it's like your body is the instrument, right? And if you don't have intimacy with self, what it means is like your instrument is collecting dust. Maybe some strings need repairing. Maybe you haven't tuned it. And like, how can you play your heart song within the symphony of life if your own instrument isn't tuned, right? So yeah, thank you for bringing this bigger piece in of the overall creation and beyond, which is intimacy with self so that you can be in the collective and bring your dharma and truth out in the way that's the most authentic to your tune, to your heart. Yes, 100%. And it's making me think about something with the nervous system and with this potential that we are here to bring and bringing this into the notion of pleasure. The nervous system, you know why we train our bodies, right? It's to build this resilience in our nervous system to be able to handle and to receive the potential to receive the pleasure. So yes, we can say that we want more pleasure in our life and with ourselves. We want more potential in our life and in, in ourselves. But is the nervous system able to handle it? And that's yeah. why we have these practices to allow the body to train and like you say, release the dust, right? Release the toxins so that this pleasure circulates first in our nervous system so that we're really like it's we're able to handle it. We're able to receive it at a high level and it requires this um the armoring process the, mm -hmm. the, the armoring process that uh, releases the resistances of the body to receive pleasure and the resistances are the beliefs are you know all the conditionings that we have are all the projections identities you know expectations of society or partnerships or whatever that is so how to embody more pleasure how to receive more pleasure but at, again at the nervous system level Yes, this is such an important piece is, you know, I, the frequencies that we're talking about that we're ultimately going to be um, exploring in Life is Temple are uh, energies that are of a very high wattage, right? Love with others, joy, collective joy in community, stepping into your soul, truth and dharma. These are high wattage frequencies and just like you shared if your nervous system doesn't have the capacity for that because it's vibrating at a lower level or it just doesn't have the space then we will actually subconsciously block 
deep love and intimacy with others. So this intimacy with self, like you said, it's conditioning and expanding and rooting our nervous system so that it feels safe to be in love, to be in truth, to be in co-creation, because these are big energies. These are big energies. Yes. And as we're sharing, like my body's really activated right now. I even had a single moment where I thought I was going to have tears, but tears of activation, you know, just the body already being activated with the co-creation, with the creation and what, what really wants to be brought as a frequency to people through this container yeah. and the experiences that the people, that the ones who choose to jump in are going to have through the exercises and the structure and the safety that will be created through the container, but through what they're going to be discovering in their own body, you know, like the tools that are going to be brought into their lives uh, in a sustainable way, because it's very important for both of us to not only create kind of a quickie, but actually bring sustainable change in people's lives and tools that are going to perpetuate through time and space in their yeah. body lives and relationships. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's a six-week journey, but it's learning and integrating tools that will brought into every interaction and co-creation. And the, the piece that I think is another piece that feels really important here is creating, creating and embodying worthiness within ourselves, worthiness to experience and receive the lives that we want, the pleasure that we desire, the love that we deserve, the abundance that we're here to create requires a foundation of worthiness. And one of the deepest ways to cultivate this sense of worthiness is stepping into your body temple every single day and tending to it shows your body and your being that you are worthy of deep love. And so just this daily practice of dropping in and recalibrating embodies a sense of worthiness. And from that worthiness, we relate to the world differently because we're not expecting or needing to be validated by the outside world. So that feels like an important thread to really bring into this intimacy with self. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we weave with the subject of self-love in this. And yes, our relationship to Worthiness is such a deep, is such a deep one, you know, it's really at the root level of our body and we're so programmed that we're not worthy, you know, our light was brought on the planet with already limitations in the body and limitations from core family structures and ways of operating and yeah, how to release and to really bring self-love and realize that worthiness has nothing to do with any validation or any approval from the outside, but rather, again, a deep self-sense towards this, this potential, this, this vibration that we all have. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the worthiness piece. Like, how can we redefine worthiness? How can we redefine love and release ourselves from the definition, you know, like, like when we really think about it, why would we give this power to somebody to tell us that we're worthy? Like, it doesn't make sense. We have learned this, but it, it doesn't make sense. You know, right. intimacy with self is, like you say, like really tapping into the core of our relationship with our own worthiness. And that's for my, for me, it's the relationship with our life, which, which is the value. Mm. And what I found in my body is that this is, all at the level of the pelvic floor. 
it's all at the level of the womb space, the, the pelvis space, the you know, the whole pelvis, the cervix for the women, the sexual organs. Our sense of value is at the again, the deep root core of our body, yeah. physical body. And when we activate this primal breath, when we really tap into the intimacy with this breath in our pelvis, there's something that wakes up such a deep wisdom that makes us feel oh my gosh, like I just don't have to be anybody else but myself. Like there's this authentic power, authentic value that roars. And that is like, I'm just here to share what God has given me. And there's no more hesitation. Obviously it's a past, right? But there's such a stability in our power and in the value that we are here to bring that this becomes, this is the Dharma. This is what propels our sacrum forward. Instead of being in the survival mechanism of validation and fear of rejection, of abandonment, fear of not being loved or fear of not being safe, this alchemizes and shifts and transforms into creation. And we'll speak a bit about creation further in the series, but it's important to name that worthiness is, is in the body. It's, yeah. it's a, yeah, it's the sacrum, the armoring from the survival mechanism, activating primal breath and this it's very primal. It's just, it just pushes you through the waves of life force. Yes. Oh, oh, everything you just shared. That's really what I feel into when I think of the word eros, eros, not just being your sexual desire, but the creative intelligence that is enlivening and um, animating this entire universe forward into evolution and truth. And so once we go beyond those layers of wounding and fear and remember who we are underneath all of that, which is a creative, vibrate, vibrant being, powerful being, then it's it seems silly that we ever even thought we were unworthy or undeserving or any of that because nothing in nature feels that way. And when we tune into our body and become intimate with self and anchor into our soil, we align more to the frequency of nature, like you had said. The way of nature and everything, everything happens in its own accord when we drop into that space. Yes, 100%. I'd love to, I'd love for us to share a little bit more about I did start sharing a bit about this, but what really propelled us on this path? You know, like at what point in our on our path were we, what was the turning point where like, okay, we want to be entering more sacred sexuality and tantric arts. There, at least for me, I know there was a specific moment in time where I'm like, okay, I just cannot continue the way I am going. You know, mm -hmm. and I can share very slightly. We can share a little bit, you know, yeah, each other. On this. I think it's very valuable and juicy to bring our personal experiences. And, mm -hmm. and for me, it's as simple as, you know, kind of overdoing or abusing sexuality, but, you know, in a way that was creating a lot of tension in my body or operating in sexuality from a place of tension rather than from a place of really deep, genuine, authentic connection. And I just remember this point of time where I hit a wall and the wall was telling me you're not it just it, was, it started becoming tasteless all the sexual interactions and encounters 
started to lose taste, you know? And so it felt like a wall. And at the core center of my heart, there was this calling. And the calling, my soul was whispering and it was, saying, it was telling me, there's something more. There's something more to it. And I knew I had this knowing in my heart that there was a different way to embody sexuality and to approach sexuality. So it became a prayer. And this prayer started leading my life. The intention started, you know, clearing the path and allowing me to create space to drop all these mechanisms and ways of operating in sexuality. Nothing, nothing is wrong or good, right? It's not about the right and wrong here. It's just about the calling that started opening the path. And, um, and this is what led me into Tantra schools and workshops and teachings and connecting with the body and bringing all these tools and starting opening the path uh, 15 years ago. And it's, it just propelled my life. There was no way to go back after, um, after starting tasting this way of living, which was answering a deep knowing that I had since I was a child, you know? Mm. And what do you feel has changed for you since you've moved through that wall and really stepped deeper onto this path? What's changed? And what, what we expressed around in this intimacy, intimacy with self, it just brought so much spaciousness in my body and responding to life rather than reacting and not mm -hmm. using sexuality as a compensation or a distraction, but rather as an authentic way of connecting to the divine, using my body as a sacred temple. Uh, that has a lot of pleasure and life force into it, but using life force as this being pleasure rather than some kind of image of what sexuality is or persona that I was acting based on what I felt sexuality uh, was, you know, based on what I had seen in magazines or television mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever people's projections on me uh, or my own ideas of what that, that was. But yeah, so it shifted. It shifted from the program into, well, let's discover what sexuality is let's learn through the energy of sexuality in my body and what experiences am i leaning into based um based on the truth of what my body's feeling so and of course relating to others and we'll speak a bit more into this on the next episode but of course my interaction with others have 100 shifted mm -hmm. into naming desires and being true and what's what really wants to be shared and being true in my touch and how I like to be touched and respecting boundaries, my own boundaries first and being with the felt sense of my body on, you know, when is actually too much and what is actually not enough and navigating intercourse or relating even through basic touch in a way that my body tells me when it's a yes and when it's a no, that my body tells me when a boundary is crossed or not. And then respecting this without the fear of being rejected. And of mm. course, these things pop, but then the core center, the value is at the core center of the experience. And then it's okay. Everything is just okay because safety is, is in the body. So that's, that's the mm. major piece. And of course, so much more, right? But I'm summarizing, I'm summarizing here um, what this brought to me. Uh, to my life love and relaxation and just just more softening into sexuality mm, mm. and that all of that that you just mentioned changes everything like you said your relationship with others how you create just how you be how you walk through this world 
Yes, yes, 100%. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious about you, Holly, like what's what's your part of the story in this and what propelled you on this path and how mm -hmm. did it change your life to, to, to jump into this way of living? Yeah, it's, it's very multidimensional and there's many different moments that have led me to this path. But ultimately, I would say for me, like my core wound um, is a feeling of not belonging within tribe and within community. Um, being, um, being an immigrant, moving to a foreign country when I was really young and not having a deep connection with my family left me with this deep ache in my body and not belonging. And from that wound, I learned how to operate in the world, but in a false way, but in a way that created a feeling of belonging and connection and community. And what I realized is so much of this was stemming from a false identity, from a sense of feeling like I need to prove myself in order to belong, feeling like I need to please others and abandon myself and my own truth in order to be accepted. Um, and outsourcing my sense of validation in order to create a sense of connection. And so I operated like this for so, so many years. And ultimately, because it was built on a foundation of lack of truth and abandoning myself, these uh, relationships and communities that I had created that stem from there eventually dissolved because they weren't stemming from truth. And so this is really what led me to this path was realizing that at the time, sexuality was the main way that I knew to connect and create momentarily this deep sense of love and truth and connection. And so I started exploring sacred sexuality because that was really the only place in my life that I could feel an authentic connection of dropping beyond masks and dropping into essence. And then once I discovered how to be in that space, I realized this is so much more than my connections with lovers and partners. I wanna bring this essence and this truth from an embodied place into all of my relations because life is one big relationship. We're relating with our breath, with strangers, with community. Every moment is a relationship. And this is really what Tantra is. It's a relationship with life. And so once I was able to get to my core wounds through Tantra of remembering my truth, remembering my divine nature and operating from essence, everything within my world shifted, the false identities began to crumble and my true essence, my soul essence started to bloom and everything in my life changed. But it was my devotion to intimacy with self, which I spent probably three years just in this piece of self-cultivation, self bringing this practice to others to my relationships. So this piece right here is where I've spent the most time <laughs> is my root system and my, and my soil system and being very mindful and careful with what seeds I plant and what relationships I tend to. Um, so yeah, the root system takes the longest in nature and in ourselves. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. This, you know, I'm becoming, I'm starting to become silent yeah. with everything that we're sharing. And there's so much that we can share, but I just love that you, you emphasize your root work. Because really, that's 
you know, that's where our tree is planted. That's how our branches and our fruits are going to grow. And mm -hmm. I really do find mm -hmm. that the place sometimes that is chipped, you know, that very fast. Yeah. What we see is a momentum of, okay, let, let's move, let's move, let's move, let's move fast. And that's just society is just moving fast like this. But there's a reason that we were cut from our roots. And we are here to reclaim our roots. We are here to reclaim this sovereignty and power, power of our voice. And, and all the sexuality is, um, work is really about reclaiming our sexual power, creative power, vital power, primal power, which is all at the root level of our body. And we yes. become unshakable. We become just unshakable. And yes, it's just overflowing in my body right now because it's really, really precious work. And I would not be doing this work if I did not believe in it, you know? And it's... Um, for me, it's very important that the majority connects back to this root piece. As, you know, as arduous and difficult sometimes this work can be, because we're not, you know, we're not just going to temper it, you know, like with roses all over. Yes. It, it, <laughs> at the end of the day, it, it is pleasurable, but it requires commitment and devotion, like you are saying, Holy, like it's this, these practices. And it comes, you know, with, daring to witness ourselves in the sacred rage and in the chaos and going through multiple, multiple phases of detox and, you know, decrystallization of our body and really, really daring to see the darkness that's inside of us because on the other side is the light, you know, is the pleasure. And it doesn't mm -hmm. need to take ages and ages, but it's really, really acknowledging the dark and the light pieces of the root level. And then I said, sky's the limit. But, you know, the dark void opens your reset point, and this just beautiful magic of infinite love starts guiding our lives. And this is what we are here to bring. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, and this is why we're calling this series Life as Temple, because when you start with the foundation of, of treating your body like a temple with reverence and honor. From there, you treat your relationships like a temple to learn how to love deeper and support deeper. And then from there, your dharma, like every part of your life becomes a prayer. It becomes a practice. It becomes an opportunity for truth. And this is really why we're calling this series Life is Temple. And we have to start here in the intimacy with self and seeing how much changes, you know, that's something I want to share here is when I developed and continue to develop deep intimacy with self, the way that I eat changes, the environments I put myself in, like how I move my body, how I speak, everything has changed. Everything has changed on its own accord by, by focusing on deepening my intimacy with self. So this is why we start here. Yeah. Aho. Aho. Yeah. Mm, thank you so much for all this business that we're we are weaving and uh, really want to insist on sharing that what we are sharing right now is really coming from the spaciousness that we're cultivating you know within your body holy and my body and that we are giving space for voice to come out and that's what we are here also for you to learn is that you trust you really really dive deep and trust to what is your body here to share? What are your gifts through this process? 
And again, what are you, what is your essence? And um, yes, giving space, mm -hmm. giving space, giving space for the truth to come out punctually mm -hmm. for a given moment. Yes. 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 All I right. Love, I love that. So yeah, let's. I'd love for us to share a little bit about our series that we have coming up, our Life is Temple series. Mm -hmm. Um, this is going to be a six-week series, and like we had shared in the beginning, it's going to be divided into three core pillars, intimacy with self, which we've explored today, from there, intimacy with others, which we'll explore in next week's episode, and then the third pillar is intimacy with community, with the collective, which our third podcast episode will be about, and this series is going to be in person. It's held here in Costa Rica. Fridays starting February 16th from 10 to 2. It includes a lunch as well. And it's going to be up at Tierra Amor, which is a beautiful, beautiful project, which really embodies descension and ascension on this spiritual path of embodiment. And throughout these weeks, we're going to have a midway point, which gives us time to all integrate and land and digest and then the end of the series, um, our last class will be on the 29th of March. And the following day, we're going to be closing with a temple experience, a temple celebration for our group, which is going to be like the, the, the cake at the end of this journey together. <laughs> the cherry on the Sunday. <laughs> is there anything else around that, Jennifer, that you want to share? Anything else you want to weave in with our series? Yes, where I want to invite people uh, is to actually feel into what you heard today, feel into the vibration of it, feel your body and know from your body if it's a calling or not. There's the third part. We have a web page. You're going to have all the structure and the details on this page. You can go and look at it. But before going to even look at the tangibles, feel your bodies and feel if this work calls you. There is a knowing that is beyond understanding that is magnetizing you to this work. And that's the invitation to trust this knowing and to right away practice following intuition and following the soul whispers. There's, it's not for nothing that you're listening to the podcast today. It's not for nothing that after an hour, you're still listening mm -hmm. and you're actually taking this invitation in. So the invitation is to, yes, thread with your intuition and uh, if you have questions, contact us. We are here to answer your questions and we would be more than happy to have you in the group. And yes, you, you named everything else about the structure and I'm excited to keep on uh, to keep on weaving here. Yes, yes, me too. And I love that invitation that you just shared, Jennifer. Like this is where it begins, right? This is, this is practice number one is tuning into the sensation of your body as you're receiving this transmission, like, does it feel alive? Does it feel excited? Does it feel curious, right? And to really start listening from there. So I love that. Thank you, Holy. Thank you for bringing your codes. Thank you for the sisterhood and for your gifts, your essence, your beauty and your pleasure. I'm receiving so much through this co-creation and I'm just so excited about uh, our transmission also in this uh, Yes, in this dharma yeah. that we, we are choosing to embody together for this time. Yeah. 
Yes, me too. Such deep gratitude for your truth and authenticity and presence. And I know that our transmissions together are going to create such an incredible container. And I'm excited to not only be leading it with you, but also be in it as a participant of this group field and to meet all the curious participants and seekers that step forward into this temple space. Oh. Thank you, everybody, for being here with us, and we'll see you soon. Ciao. Thank you for joining me for Tantric Awakening. Please share, subscribe, and star this show. I'm deeply devoted to serving and supporting you on your tantric awakening journey so that you can learn to embody eros, liberate love, and surrender to source to become fully alive in your soul's deepest truth. Visit my virtual temple space at hollytoraya.com to learn more about my tantric awakening mentorship offerings and in-person events. I love you.